1: Greetings, everyone, and welcome to Podcast Unlocked, episode 48. This is IGN's best and only Xbox 360-centric podcast. I'm your host, Stephen Hopper, the head of IGN's Xbox channel. Joining me today are my locksmiths, Peter Eichmanns. What up? And Mitch Dyer. Xbox! Xbox!
2: It's what we do every morning. We have, like, a huddle, and we put our hands in. We're like, Xbox! box
1: Go! <laughs> and then we do backflips out of the huddle. Yeah. Or I do. I, That's <laughs> a I don't know I'm if you guys do or not. Aw. Because I, I accidentally kicked yeah. you in the face with my <laughs> shoe as I was going up. Um, yeah. So, how's it going, guys? It's good. It's a rainy Wednesday in San Francisco. It is. It's really rainy. Last night it was super like windy and crazy and awesome. I love I love weather like that. I'm a big fan of of uh, rain and thunderstorms and that kind of thing. You feel it fun.
2: slightly less lame just staying in and playing games
1: yeah that's true and that's that definitely factors into it. it's like oh well i can't go outside now i totally got over <laughs> I that to
2: play this the game. nice day you should be outside thing when i lived in la because mm-hmm. i grew up in washington so anytime the sun was shining you're like i have to spend every second outside but
1: once i went down to la i'm like fuck it's hot um, i don't want to leave the house oh.
2: no san francisco is just a nice balance of the two
1: yeah i mean it's never super hot here it's Never like crazy cold either. No yeah. Snow. Somewhere nicely no in snow, between. Nice. Exactly. I know. You're from the great white north, Mitch. You know all about cold weather, don't you? Yeah. I <laughs> left that behind yes. forever. That's 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 another story for another day. All right. Uh, on today's podcast, we are going to talk about Nexus, which our very own Pete Eichmann's reviewed yep. earlier this week. Uh, we're going to talk about um, the new Xbox codename,
0: which oh, was revealed
1: today. Yes, it was. We'll tell you what that is. You probably already know. You've read the story. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Do you have the internet? <laughs> and we're going to talk about the new Amalur um, DLC, which Mitch checked out and posted a preview uh, yeah. just this morning, in fact. Um, but first off, let's talk about the big XBLA game. The third game. Third, right? We're, we're yes. at number three in House third Party? Third week of yeah. House Party. Okay. One to go, right? Yep. One more. Man. I am alive. Oh, yeah. Yeah.
2: And this game is spelled crazy. It is. And we've literally been to demo events where the developers were like, call oh, it whatever you want, you know? There's no real name for it. <laughs> so we're like, oh, Nexwiz, Nehui, Nohuang. But then it turns out in the <laughs> intro movie to the game, it's actually just called Nexus, uh, but spelled crazy. It's
1: a pretty big spoiler. Yeah. yeah. they like, oh, hey, like, by the way, this is how you spell it. It's like, well, shit. So if anyone out there is playing it, you
2: probably noticed today that the servers are... To put it bluntly, fucked. Like, you will get disconnect messages. (laughs) There are no ways (laughs) to get into matches. Like, I've been trying kind of all morning, and I've gotten into maybe three matches that worked really smoothly while I was in them. But it keeps saying the Nexus service is unavailable, blah, blah, blah. So I tweeted at Ilphonic to tell them their game was broken. And they said, very politely, they're working on it. And, you know, I think it's going to stabilize. But you might have noticed my review of it went up on Monday. And I had actually been playing the game since last week, but it's very much not a single player game. Like there's a bot mode with easy, medium, hard bots,
0: mm-hmm.
2: but it's super easy even on hard.
0: Those are never worth your time. Like,
2: I have shut out the bots on hard in a capture the flag 10 to 0 match. Myself running the flag just back and forth (laughs) with, like, a 20 and 1 kill to death ratio. Like, it's just stupid. So there's no reason to get the game, really, for single player. Mm -hmm. But what we had done, they, you know, passed out a bunch of codes to other people, right, reviewing the game. And uh, the developers were playing, like, throughout the week. So when I was on reviewing the game, like... Everything was relatively smooth. They weren't ha- having these huge server issues, mainly because there were maybe like 100 people or less playing at the, you yeah. know, during that window. So like I said in the review, it's a great game. Like It's very nostalgic, arena-style combat, like Quake, like Unreal. And the Xbox just doesn't have very much of that, which I think may- gives it a cool place on that. As much as you might be like, oh, I need a mouse and keyboard to play this, I thought so too at first, but you really start to pick up... Um, <clears throat> like shot distances and that kind of thing with a controller, like learning how to lead and learning how to like pull your targets while running back and forth, you know, just try and dodge everyone else. It actually ends up working pretty well. Um, And since it's only four on four matches, the lag isn't bad when everyone's connected. It's the matter of like, okay, great. Someone dropped out and it's not going to auto balance the teams or let in somebody waiting in the lobby to this match. It's going to be four on two, four on three, you know, Mm -hmm. and then it just gets messy. And, Another part of the review I was saying, it's just, it's so online dependent that it's very risky. It needs a community to live on. It needs stability with its servers. And as today has proven, it's just not there. But that's just it. My review said, Nexus is awesome when you know online conditions are stable uh-huh. and right now they're not so obviously everyone's probably just mad at the game and thinks i'm crazy for giving it a great score
0: well it's a good thing you gave it a seven because seven is bad oh nobody We've
2: discussed that seven. Later. i gave it an eight. Seven is zero. i think nexus is great i'm gonna play the hell out of that thing now mm-hmm. that it's open to the public once the servers has stabilized and they figure it all out and the whole thing is like yes it's a very small game there's nine maps nine weapons four on four you can't play split screen you can't play with a friend with bots sure but it's 800 b- points 10 bucks yeah, 10 bucks it looks great yeah. it's cry engine 3 game mm-hmm. um i had said in the review which is an, an entirely accurate somebody pointed out in the comments that it's the first downloadable cry engine 3 game but somebody pointed out that crisis the remake on xbox live is actually a cry engine 3 yeah. game yeah Did so, they
0: remake it on the cry 3
2: Yes, oh, to yeah. polish it up. But the official thing—it's the first downloadable XBLA
0: crisis CryEngine
2: three <laughs> game outside of like the Crytek family. Yeah. So I, I'm just gonna leave it and stick with it. Even though, thank you for pointing that out, whoever did in the review. Um, and I just had a whole hell of a lot of fun with Nexus, and I'm looking forward to um, getting on there more and. Keeping up my kill to death ratio because it's very much like a stat driven game. Like yeah. the leaderboards are always in your face.
0: Are you still third for headshots? No,
2: I was first for headshots until the general public got in. Yeah, yeah.
0: I think I'm still in the
2: top ten though. That's good. Which I'm pretty happy. You about. won't be by the time this recording is over. <laughs> well, that depends if anyone can actually get on <laughs> well, and play the game. Good point. Oh man, but I, I really like it. If you like shooters and you like really fast paced, like quick, short lived, like short life kill death that whole thing mm-hmm. this will be a fun game for you try the demo um somebody had tweeted me that they were trying the demo but they couldn't get on to try the demo <laughs>
0: uh,
2: <laughs> which sucks but a mess be patient give it a shot it's a good game great game
0: yeah i only Definitely. played one match and it seemed really cool all the, all the mutators and stuff are really awesome
2: yeah there's some crazy mutators but they all still feel pretty balanced because as much as you can pull the random rare to spawn invulnerability mutator where you can just be invincible for a little while Mm -hmm. you're the other team's gonna like pull a mutator that inverts your controls so all of a sudden you're just like wait what
0: you're invincible but you're useless (laughs) or
2: somebody will pull the uh, mutator that's just called detonator where some random player of the eight will just explode that's amazing that's the best so like (laughs) as crazy as they are it still manages to kind of keep the balance so, it, it's very simple, and that's one of the beautiful things about it and beautiful things about arena shooters. Um, mm-hmm. They're super simple. It's just about straight combat, and if you are getting your ass kicked, you have to get better. You know, you're not mm-hmm. gonna get like, oh, here's a handicap where you're not gonna, you know, you get more points for a kill or something. It's like, all right, you gotta get good. You gotta hit your shots, you gotta hit your mm-hmm. targets, and you gotta get a little bit lucky with the right mutators, you know? But it's fun, and the mutators are crazy. There's ones I haven't even seen. Like, apparently, there's one that will spawn a giant whale that will drop in the middle of the map. What? <laughs> and then it's, everyone shoots at it, and then wow. stuff comes out of it. I don't even know. Well,
0: okay. It's there's one
2: that will, like, make the screen go black and white, so you can't tell who's the enemy and who's on your team. Mm-hmm. Like, you'll still see the name, so as long as you remember who's who, uh, you'll know, but you can't tell, like, oh, that's an enemy running at charging me right now. Um. There's one called Pinata where everyone's wearing sombreros, and when they explode, they'll drop whatever power ups and weapons they're holding. Dude. And there's this whole kind of like leveling system almost where you apply points to different, your favorite mutators. Mm-hmm. And based on how many points you buy into them, they'll spawn more regularly. So if you invest all your points in a certain one, it'll show up more often than not. I mean, it's all balanced for, like, the really hardcore ones like vulnerability. You're not going to get that every time you pull a mutator. Mm-hmm. But it's gonna, it might just show up a few extra times than expected. Nice. So I'm curious to see kind of in the long burn of the game, for people who start unlocking like getting these ones more than others, that sort of thing, I'm just kind of curious how it's going to play out, you know, weeks, months from now. Because when you review, especially an online game, and we have to do it just because we're trying to get our impressions out there and let you know it, mm-hmm. um, it's unclear what the game's going to look like months down the road. and Especially for like MMOs and any kind of thing with a big online um, component, you just can't guess where it's going to be or what may go wrong or right you know as more and more people play it and time passes yeah short story nexus is a lot of fun if you like shooters you'll probably have a blast it's different it's super fast that's the first thing you'll notice so it's going to take some getting used to i think if i go back to um battlefield or modern warfare right now i'm just Mm going to be like swinging my weapons so far one way (laughs) way to the other and leading my shots by like miles where people are just like (laughs) casually jogging through each map i'm like
0: what why are you going so slow (laughs) pick up the pace man
1: yeah you can adjust the sensitivity and stuff for you yeah yeah absolutely okay so people won't be like, holy crap, I don't know where
2: I'm going. <laughs> no, but there's no, like, real um, sprint button. You get a little, like, speed boost if you hop, mm-hmm. which is noticeable if you're going up a ramp. Like, if you keep hopping, you'll, you'll kind of blast your way up there. Oh, wow. But there's no, like, reload button, because all these futuristic weapons just have this, you know, auto kind of thing going. Plasma went, man.
1: Yeah. yeah. Plasma there's, man. Uh,
2: you know, there's melee, but it's not your most powerful attack. Um, and it's just super simple.
1: Nine maps, nine weapons team of four awesome yeah cool there's a little bit of history to nexus as well right? yeah
2: it is originally based on a quake mod that i think okay. came out in somewhere between 2005 and 2001 i don't know cool. and then this company the developer ilphonic got the rights to it and there was some kind of legal squabbles over the whole thing but they rebuilt it in CryEngine 3 and made it its own self-sustaining thing with a kind of a crazy story about like how these two warring species take took their you know universal war to battlefields and then the battles are now televised for entertainment across the universe blah 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 kind of (laughs) crazy like it just doesn't matter like it's fun it's quick it it doesn't you don't really need the setup you just need to know like i gotta kill that guy because he's trying to kill me and that's Hmm. what arena games are all about like super fast just combat
1: awesome bam sounds like a lot of fun i'm gonna have to jump into it finally yep now that the servers are up and everything well hopefully (laughs) yeah. <laughs> Good luck. Good luck with that. Godspeed. <laughs> also in Xbox News this week, um, they announced the codename for the Xbox 720, the Loop, or the Nextbox, whatever you want to call it. Um, it's codenamed Durango. Now, it was uh, somebody from Crytek, speaking of CryEngine and whatnot. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, Whoops. Yeah, they, they tweeted uh, that the codename was Durango for this thing, which is great. To me, because you know, we've been writing a lot of like rumor stories about the yeah. Xbox Seven Twenty. It, it's called the, Loop. It's called Infinity. It's yeah. called We don't know. <laughs> it's great for me because I can finally stop saying that. Yeah, I can can't. finally stop saying Xbox Seven yeah, yeah. Twenty. Yeah. Nobody, nobody ever needs to. Say we Xbox hate it as much as you guys again. do. So good.
2: We hate it as much as you guys do.
0: <laughs> I don't
1: know why that name exists.
2: It's just because it's double. It doesn't That's make it.
1: any sense. Neither did Xbox 360, yeah. really, but yeah. Yeah. anyway. You remember when, when the 360 was announced as the 360, everyone was like, Oh, no. what What does that mean? <laughs> so it's the same thing? So what? <laughs> it just flipped around and... We've you know, come so full circle. Doing the same thing? But yeah, what do you guys think
0: of Durango? I don't know, man. It's a it's a code name. What was yeah, yeah it's a code 360? name.
1: It's not going to show up on a
2: box in right. a store. That's so true. you don't have to look at this little device sitting by your TV that says Durango on it.
0: Which That'd, That'd be kind of rad. I'd, yeah, I don't, I don't mind the name. I, I think it's, it's cool. It seems
2: a
1: little out of the blue. I'd put a little uh, cowboy hat on it. Yeah, yeah. and uh, yeah, and then put Rango stickers <laughs> on the side. <laughs> yeah. Absolutely, Durango. Yeah. It'd be like a,
2: a derp Rango. Yep. But no yeah, that derp. tweet came out of what he said. Things are going great at the Durango
1: convention or something, yeah. right? Something in London, which means like there's that. a
2: bunch of developers working <laughs> on this
1: Durango. It'd be great if he wasn't even talking about Xbox. He was just like at an actual Dodge Durango <laughs> yeah, yeah. get together that they had in London for some reason. They're like, oh, yeah, we're checking out the new trucks. The Dodge awesome.
0: is, yeah, hired Crytek to make the CG commercial <laughs> like, or something. Like when all those dudes get together in like, Arizona for the uh, DeLorean convention or whatever. Oh, man. Exactly. Just for so the awesome. Durango's. Oh,
1: we reported so wrong.
0: <laughs> Back to the, 720. The Xbox 360
1: was Xenon? Was that the code name? Um,. Something. z was it Xeon? I think it might have been Xenon. Xenon is a that's a chipset, isn't it? Maybe. I think Xenon that's one of the
2: Mega Blast was a pretty cool schmuck back in the day. Yeah. Upgraded wool ships and everything. <laughs> Xenon Mega Blast. That's what it was called.
0: It, it was, was the it was the, Xenon the, the Megablast. Xbox
2: Xenon Mega Blast. Which would be awesome. Bring it to XBLA. <laughs> Just saying.
1: Indeed. Yeah, I I don't remember. Hey listeners. Tell us. <laughs> Why don't you tell us? Send an email You're to, to... com and let us know what the codename for the Xbox 360 was. It's cool that we're starting
0: to hear about this because it means, like you know, even, <clears throat> even though it's very unofficial at the moment, <clears throat> we know that we're slowly approaching the next generation. Like, it's yes. Definitely. We're hearing more about it. We're seeing job listings for people working on DirectX 11 and stuff. Yep. Like, that's all coming together. We're seeing more of it almost every day now. Like, there was a Lionhead job posting yesterday, yeah, along with Lionhead some other thing. thing. There was another dev that posted something like that. Uh, Ready at Dawn is working on a next-gen something or other right mm-hmm. now. Like, There's a lot going on. Three
1: months till E3. Mm-hmm. Man, that's crazy. I wonder if there's going to be a huge console blowout. Hopefully, because no. the
2: press conferences last year were like, okay. What?
0: Dude, I hope we don't have one this year. Like, I'm totally fine if, 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 if there's a console on shelves. Next year, fine. Mm-hmm. Just not. No, not. I don't think
2: there's don't it's way too want, soon. I don't for... want to hear about it this year. <laughs> yeah. I don't
0: want them to say, Next year here's the Xbox Durango. I don't want to hear any of that yeah. shit. Wait till next year. Wait till after Easter. Maybe, maybe
2: the Durango's a handheld that you can take in your Dodge Durango. Ooh. Mm. You know how they have those Call of Duty licensed jeeps? <laughs> I'm just saying, I don't know. Yeah.
1: No. I like how the the CryTech guy is meeting in London to, <laughs> to go over like an American truck. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> american muscle trucks it's amazing <laughs> so yeah you know i i'm like you guys i really don't care what it's called no. just as long as it kicks ass yeah and i think it will i have yep. a lot of faith in this thing um just based on what i've heard rumor wise like uh, scott's huge uh, write-up um last month yeah as tony hawk might say this thing has a lot of great
0: technology in it <laughs> <laughs> Ouch. It's a, no, sorry it's full of
1: technology take that Birdman it's got a bunch of wires and tubes and shit it's fucking red do you remember that when he was talking about the ride board i do this thing's full yeah. of technology full of technology full. thanks tony hawk <laughs> i get i get all my tech advice from tony hawk <laughs> he's the, it, he's it's the one it's half full of technology <laughs> you can do better <laughs> uh, Man. so what are some of your favorite code names from the past was dolphin one dolphin was one dolphin was the gamekeeper right
0: correct I don't and I think know. at one point the Dreamcast was potentially codenamed the Katana, which is
1: pretty cool. Yeah, that's badass. Yeah, um, th- yeah, I think you're right. Um, my favorite though was the Revolution. Yep. And I remember being pissed when they're like, "Oh, it's called the Wii." Pissed. No <laughs> <Yeah>. pun intended. <laughs> we Zing, you? More more Dumb. Wii P jokes. No, no sorry. Sorry. it's I, actually I, called that years
0: later when we've gotten used to the name we we you still sounds stupid that is a <laughs> yeah. terrible name yeah like it's... okay we got we got over we we got over the dick jokes but man we is just uh, it's just sounds so silly is it like still a,
1: is it gonna teach you shit because when i think of like <laughs> you you yeah, yeah. it's like university or, college or something yeah man in soviet russia we you <laughs> um yeah nobody got that <laughs> Uh, also, I'm with you <laughs> Thanks Pete Yep. Um, also this week uh, The Amalur um, DLC Our very own Mitch Dyer checked it out hey. And Hi. tell us about it What's it called? The Legend of Dead
0: Kel It comes out March 20th uh, awesome. We got an uh, early look at it And I played about 4 or 5 hours of it uh, And yeah it's, it's a self contained Well not self contained But it is separate from the, from the, from the main game you, uh, mm-hmm. you have to sail to this island To get there Okay. and once you arrive you're stranded because you get shipwrecked um but yeah it's a it's, you can you can travel between the mainland and the island after but for a while you end up stuck there and you have to figure out a way to get off the island and you're having trouble because dead kill this crazy hundreds year or hundred year old pirate is just like hey i'm kind of a dick for no particular reason at all <laughs> he's a
1: dead pirate and that's it, plenty of reason yeah
0: yeah he just <laughs> i mean i finished that story and i still don't know what's happening with him like he's he was <laughs> just angry and yelled a lot about wanting to live forever and having some birthright and i didn't really understand hmm. but uh yeah you end up stranded there and he won't let you leave so you have to fight your way to him and help people along the way and it's 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 really cool it actually by the time i was done i had i uh, wanted to go back and start playing amalur again mm-hmm. and i had i had let go i played six ish hours of amalur and okay. then just kind of let go and yeah i got it got what i needed had a good time i'm done but I don't know, man. I'm feeling the draw again. I'm cool. getting pulled back in after that DLC because it's really good. Great. Great.
1: About how long is it, would you say? The
0: story is about four hours,
1: and then there's a ton
0: of side stuff. Like, I mm-hmm. definitely didn't get to see everything at all. Yeah. Uh, you, I, one of the things I didn't get to do all the way through, and this is one of the new things, is you get a keep at some point. Like, you clear out an area, and mm-hmm. you get this house, which is not new. That's something that just happens. Um, you get a headquarters in every area of the game, basically. Uh, and, but this one is bigger and more expansive and has more to it. So you can train animals to become your pets, and they give you health bonuses and poison resistance bonuses oh, and cool. magic resistance stuff. Uh, you can hire a painter to paint stuff for you, and he gives you bonuses <laughs> with all the mm-hmm. art you hang on your wall. And there's all sorts of shit like that. You hire people to come run your—basically, you're building a town within a town. Mm-hmm. And they, it just you build your own economy, and it just pumps power into you. The more wow. money you spend in it, the more you get out of it. And it's, you know, kind of really satisfying in the same way Assassin's Creed 2 was when you just rebuilt a city. Or was it Brotherhood when you first started doing that? Uh, Brotherhood. Yeah, so when you started pouring money into the city and you could see that it was like things weren't boarded up anymore and buildings were shinier and everything looked nice. And you you see a visual, tangible effect of your impact on the world. Awesome. And that's really cool. Uh, but yeah, it's totally, you know, it's more Amalur. It's not going to change anything about the main game.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Uh, it's totally what you want out of an expansion. There's more stuff to see, there's more places to go, there's more items to find, mm-hmm. uh, lots of new dungeons and characters. But the thing that I liked most about it was uh, they have this main character along with you, one of these sidekicks, Captain Bradigan. Mm-hmm. And she's this totally weird, kind of cute, but also just really stupid and so annoying. <laughs> in, in almost like a really annoying little sister kind of way, Right, where she just doesn't care about you, she's just in her own little world i'm mm-hmm. speaking from experience maybe
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh,
0: oh, i take it back homage um yeah she's you know she's this captain and she's the only one willing to go with you to the island and she can't really sail she can't swim she's totally incompetent but she's hilarious like she has mm-hmm. the all these great stories that she tells you and she lives her life by the philosophies of her p- possibly insane mother mm-hmm. with <laughs> all these wacky mottos so you're just i don't know just hanging out with her was really cool and because you didn't really get any of that in Amalur as far as I saw in mm-hmm. terms of like memorable characters that hang out and tell you fun stories and are, yeah, are right. particularly distinctive from the rest of the cast. So it's cool to see that. And that's a theme that plays out largely in the entire thing is there's all of these memorable characters cool. in a smaller, contained, more focused story. Yeah, So that's cool. Yeah, I mean, me that's one
1: of the things that a DLC is very capable of compared mm-hmm. to like a full-on retail experience. I mean, when you have a, a game like Amalur... You know where it's just hundreds of hours of things to do. Yeah. So I mean, it can be it can be difficult from a development standpoint to yeah. actually sit there and say, okay, well, we're going to make one hundred plus hours worth of gameplay, but mm-hmm. you got to care about these characters. It's like, well, that's so much, so much writing to have to take care yeah. of, and so much you know effort on really crafting the characters to make you care about them. Um, for such a long period of time, exactly. So it's nice to see all of the th- this this team that made this incredible,
0: massive world that's just full of rich history that mm-hmm. personally I didn't care about, kind of rein it in and focus on a very small group, yeah, and a very small setting. It's I mean it's very small in the context of the world, but the island itself is quite large. uh It takes a long time to walk across it, and you <laughs> do that a lot, like you do in Amalur. Nice, but it's it's cool. It's it's got a new focus and it's. It just has a better idea of what it wants mm-hmm. to do with itself. Are the environments
1: much different from the original? Kinda, I
0: mean, it's a lot of the same kind of stuff you expect. There's caves and there's colorful caverns and big open plains and castles. Okay. Uh, but the, the pirate theme of the whole thing gives, gives certain areas a different kind of life, right? Like you, yeah. you walk around, there's this pirate fortress that's just made out of fucked up ships. There's <laughs> nice. just all of these like crashed boats that they've kind of made huts and stuff out of. <laughs> and there's places like that. Um, awesome some caves have very underwater looks to them with like big shells in the corner mm-hmm. like uh, later on there's areas where there are trees just like growing out of the bottom of rocks and then wrapping around them hmm. so there's there's some cool settings
1: nice yeah there's a Sounds lot to see
0: awesome. and it's, like, it's like it's only 10 bucks and if you get four hours of story plus god knows how much side quest content is there then mm. you're good to go. Yeah,
2: it's not bad. Yeah. It's an interesting interesting choice that uh games have to make with DLC. Like, do you yeah. do you go the island route where you right. send the player somewhere completely removed, or do you try to weave in like, oh, now that castle's door is unlocked, you can <laughs> yeah, go yeah. fight in that castle. Because yeah. like one of my favorite uh DLC packages was Undead Nightmare for mm-hmm. Red Dead Redemption. And that so just good. repainted the whole world. Oh, yeah. So good. And that that's a tough thing to do and pull off well. Cause like here's you know this kind of kooky story about this virus outbreak sort of thing, mm-hmm. but every aspect of the whole game looks different just because of the lighting and the new enemies and your crazy ass fiery horses. Mm-hmm. I love that horse that would it's trample so people and set them on fire. Yeah. Oh
1: god. Did you uh, did you ever get the unicorn? No. Oh man, you got to go back and get the unicorn. How do you get the unicorn? Gotta I gotta got the other horse. Yeah, you gotta you have to get all, all of the. I thought I had them all of all. the other horses. I don't think I got the unicorn. He's in uh, he's in Mexico, yeah. isn't he? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah.
0: In that canyon area where everything is, like, bright red and it's it's all canyons and bluffs and shit. Mm
1: -hmm. The unicorn. Canyons and bluffs and shit. Yep. Go there. That's basically what Mexico is. (laughs) I think I might. I actually bought
2: that uh, standalone disc with that DLC. Really? Nice. And it feels good as a, like, I paid, what, it was, like, 30 bucks for Mm -hmm. all that content. And I felt good having done that. It's not a bad package. Yeah. Especially since it's strangely, like, standalone. Like, you can just run the whole thing off that disc Mm -hmm. as opposed to... uh, the Red Dead Dish. Yeah,
0: See, this is—it's not quite—it's—it's it's removed from the rest of the game, but it also doesn't forbid you, like, from going back. So at one point, oh, okay. you're just—you're allowed to sail back between the island and wherever you leave, which I think is like Rathmere or something—I can't remember the town. Um, but you can just—you sail back if you don't want to do it anymore. You can come back to it cool. anytime you want to, because uh, you can—you can join the DLC anytime after level ten, I think. And mm-hmm. I played it as a level twenty-four, and it seemed to scale pretty decently. <clears throat> So you can play it as a high level guy or a low level guy and pretty okay. much be okay.
1: Awesome. Yeah. So a definite recommendation. Oh yeah, if absolutely. You're an like parent. it's
0: the 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 main villain kind of sucks. Like he's my only. He's <laughs> yeah. the he's the only thing I re- was really like. Okay, why? I don't care. But no, it's totally fun and it makes me want to play more of Amalur. Good. I started to see what
1: that game did right a lot clearer than it did before. Awesome. Very awesome. All right, guys, let's move on to some emails. Word up. Email. Whoa, not bad. <laughs> Getting better. Getting better every week. Man. Uh, Steve says, so I used to think my favorite games were sports games, arcade racing games, and the occasional Halo-type shooter. I never warmed to the RPG. But then I finally picked up a heavily discounted copy of Borderlands. It looks cool, the shooting is fun, and apparently it's all I ever wanted in my gaming life. Or all I ever wanted (laughs) in my gaming life was loot. I misread it the exact same way. I don't know what happened there. I think it just (laughs) changed. I think the text on this paper changed. It's hypnotizing. I think that's what's happening. Uh, I loved looking for guns. I loved collecting them. I loved shooting them. I loved turning my enemies into piñatas that spewed guns. Finally, <clears throat> finding a caustic SMG with a scope made my week. Are there other Xbox games you can recommend with tons of loot, especially if it's not a D&D-style sword and sorcery loot? I didn't really get into Fable. So no Amalur, then. <laughs> well, <laughs> it, maybe he should consider giving Amalur a shot. It is a pretty If you awesome want something game. a
2: little more simple than Amalur, try Torchlight.
0: Torchlight.
1: Yeah, okay. It's like
2: it's Diablo. Be- I mean, I, yeah. th- we're still looking at the sword and sorcery loot. Yeah, we're gonna
0: just do this anyway. Sorry, dude.
2: <laughs> if you have... You can probably get this for, like, five bucks, but... I, I hate to say it, but too human.
0: I'll do... Okay, no, no, no. Rewind. I love that game.
2: Okay, Mitch loved I it. I that game got way too much hate. That game is a super loot Damn. fest. I always forget there that game exists. There is all kinds yeah, yeah. of crazy, futuristic shit mm-hmm. to pick up in that game. It's...
0: Okay, man... Can we just pause for a second? Mitch is going to lay it out for you. Because that fucking game is about space vikings. <laughs> <laughs> I don't care how much you don't like the right stick combat, because all of the melee combat was on the right stick, right? Like yeah. you, would just, you would point your right stick at a guy, yep. and you would attack him. <laughs> and I think people hated it because they didn't know that you could do stuff with your right stick to do different combos. Yeah. But I loved that game's combat. You would you know do quarter circles and... and like. It's, it was almost like skate, where you have to do all these crazy inputs yeah. to mm-hmm. do very specific moves. And it was like Devil May Cry, where you could switch from your sword to your guns and kill guys and get sweet <laughs> space Viking armor. And you would roll around and talk to Thor and
1: Odin and. It was pretty. All these dudes. It, I, I love that game. I really, really liked the the art direction. I liked the story. It was yeah. pretty interesting. I didn't. I don't know something about it. I just couldn't stick with it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I I didn't get very far. That into game But in such a great way. It's, it's such a, a good loot know. fest though. Yeah, oh
2: yeah. I mean for your question and for something that's not D and D style. I mean mm-hmm. it's role playing, but it's like Mitch said, it's space Vikings. You yeah. have crazy guns you're picking up. <laughs> you have crazy swords you're picking up. Hammers, axes, all kinds of cool stuff.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's a good. This a good call, Pete.
2: What's another... I, I feel like we're missing something as far as crazy pickups. I
0: mean, Mass Effect is... They were, the first Mass Effect yeah. was much more of a loot-heavy RPG than two, but... There are a lot of crazy drops in the Mass
2: Effect games. Yeah. If you like
1: the, the post-apocalyptic feel of uh, Borderlands, maybe check out Fallout. Fallout? Yeah. Like uh, 3 or New Vegas? Yep. Good call. Probably three first. Yeah. I mean, New Vegas is not quite as good. But yeah, um, but tons still, uh, still of stuff a solid that. Game. Yeah, tons of crap to pick up. <laughs> Everywhere. Yeah. Everywhere, all kinds of different guns and great shit. Amalur isn't terribly D and D like, though. It's it is, you know. There's it's more actiony. I mean, yeah, it's granted, very, it is very still in like a, a sci or sci-fi in a in a fantasy theme, yeah. um, but it doesn't feel like that. No, it's very fast, and your guy is he just kind of has his
0: own style that isn't like a rigid sword and shield kind of thing, right? Like yeah. he just he has one weapon out at a time, and that might be a giant hammer, or it might be those like two chakras that he throws. Yeah, and they're like boomerangs and he throws them in their own fire and they loop back and cut through enemies shit like, yeah you can play that whole game with a bow and arrow if you want to
1: yeah mm-hmm.
0: yeah it's yeah. a good one it's a good one i recommend checking it out um you can
2: probably yeah omelette is the newest so it's gonna be your most expensive bet mm-hmm. torchlight i think is 1200 microsoft points on yep. xbla Two human you can find probably find it in a bargain bin somewhere for five dollars they'll or less. actually pay yeah. you to take it they might <laughs> I'm pretty sure one of the buildings on the Microsoft campus is built out of two human boxes.
1: <laughs> so just you know, chip Go off GameStop or something. Check <laughs> yeah. them out; they'll probably have some cheap used copies. Speaking yeah. of GameS GameStop, um, last week we did talk about um, pre-order incentives and stuff like yeah. that. Um, I did get called to task by some wonderful listeners, uh, basically saying that um, the one thing I was wrong about with. Uh, in regards to Amazon pre-orders, is they don't take the money out until they ship the game.
0: That's true. Which is one hundred percent true. We got so many emails and right. tweets about that, and I, I must have like fell asleep during that part of the podcast because <laughs> I don't remember that at all.
1: And I was like, what? Yeah. I- why do they hate us? What did we do? <laughs> do no, it was it wasn't anything like hate. It was just uh, no, totally like, hey, guys. A correction. So anyway, yeah, but and and you guys are one hundred percent right. That is how it works. Um, but still, the the fact is that you do have to pay in full. Yeah. Um, to get your game. Yep. Um, not, so could, not quite the case with, with GameStop. I you mean, could you can, argue
2: then that um, it's no money down pre-ordering. <laughs> Just make sure you have the money in your true. bank account when it ships. <laughs> yeah.
1: I, I Pete's right on that one. Yeah, he's got <laughs> um, you there. <laughs> but, but, yeah, the, the thing about GameStop, though, is that you can go in, you put $5 down minimum, but it's almost like a layaway program. You yeah. can pay off money. Mm-hmm. And that's, you know, my, my point was uh, last week was that that's kind of why they're so successful in that realm. Not necessarily that what they do is better than Amazon. Yeah. I actually love Amazon's incentives and stuff. When they give you like 10 or 20 bucks back, that's freaking amazing. But, yeah, I mean, that's, that's kind of why, why they've kind of hedged the market in that way. Um, and they've been around for a long time, and they've been doing pre-orders longer than anyone. Yep. I and mean, it's crazy. Yeah. So, yes. Correction. Thank you, listeners. Thank you very much. Good job, everyone, being smarter than Steve. There you go, guys. <laughs> you guys, you rock. Uh, Jackson says, I just had to boast, because as far as I know, I have a rather rare... Uh, oh, <laughs> yeah, a missing word kind there. kind of a typo. Yeah, missing a word there. I have a rather rare something in my possession. Mass Effect 3, the space edition. Awesome. I don't want to make it too long of a story, but let's just say that yesterday I drove over 200 miles, ran through the desert of Arizona for hours, had a shotgun pointed at me by a redneck hillbilly, (laughs) and in the end, had to win a lottery to get a copy of Mass Effect 3. I hope all of that is true. You know it is. We're talking about Nevada here. Yeah. (laughs) Um, Apparently, the Las Vegas balloon landed miles away from the last given coordinates that over 30 people were looking for. We all ended up outside of Kingman, Arizona. Okay, I guess Arizona, not... Nevada um, The Bioware team had recovered themselves once we found them through a lottery system we gave out mass we were given out mass effects I got one achievement unlocked get a video game that has traveled to space and back that
0: is so awesome so if you guys don't know what Steve's talking about with this with this email or this emailer's talking about mm-hmm. uh, Bioware sent a bunch of Mass Effect copies into space from various cities across the country and Actually, the world because I guess they did it in Europe as well. Yeah, yeah. So they just they bundled up a bunch of Mass Effects, put them in a balloon, sent it to space. The balloon pops, and they drop down to Earth. And then they had GPS trackers on it so that anybody following it could find the find the loot stash mm-hmm. of Mass Effect Three retail copies.
2: That's amazing. That sounds yep. like crazy adventure. And having a gun pointed at you is no small feat. <laughs> I really hope totally Mass not. Effect Three is good and <laughs> worth it.
1: Yeah, it sounds like you earned it. I mean, maybe you would have been better off just spending like 60 bucks on launch (laughs) day (laughs) but 200 miles
2: i don't know if you guys followed it but tim and alfredo from ign's video team actually they put on like strapped on head cameras and went basically took on the same adventure leaving from golden gate park here in san francisco yeah and uh, the copies sent out in San Francisco ended up on like crazy private property too where the owners got super pissed and kicked everyone off. But apparently yeah. both copies were unretrievable. Like one was on the side of a mountain somewhere and the <laughs> other was caught like 200 feet up in a tree. Yeah. And all of this was on private property so they were just lost as well.
0: <laughs> yep. Bioware couldn't get them. Are They They must still be out there.
1: Yeah. I don't know. Wow. It's sad. It's like, a, it's like Major Tom. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, this is good. the Bowie hero. Yeah, yeah. Wait, what's that song? Space Oddity. Space mm. audit, yeah. Oddity. Yeah, so
2: congratulations, yeah. Jackson.
0: That is awesome.
2: Yeah, well yeah, done, man. You
0: have Mass Effect before any of us, too. Totally. I know.
2: There's some people here, of course, working on it right now. You've probably seen Moriarty's review in progress. Mm-hmm. Um, but basically. The three of us, anyways, have to sit in the office with our fingers in our ears to avoid spoilers oh, that yeah. are just being shouted left and right.
0: Walking, <laughs> walking to get coffee and back is like treading a minefield. It is. Yeah, because they're all playing it on the way. Spoiler field.
2: Spoiler field.
1: Ooh, that'd yep. be a that'd be a good name for a game. Spoiler, Spoiler field. field. <laughs> Spoiler field. It's too. like Cloverfield, but the reckoning. Even more dangerous. <laughs> yeah. Hell yeah. All right, and then we have another one, which is a pretty long email oh, yeah. from Randy. Did you want to read this one, Mitch? Yeah, sure. Do we okay. want to read the whole thing? Do you want to sum it up?
2: Yeah. Why don't you yeah. sum it up? Sum
1: it up for All us. All right, yeah,
0: it's, it's kind of lengthy. Um, so Randy emails <clears throat> us. He's uh, got a very good point raised, raised about Asura's Wrath and our review along with, you know, the general talk around that game, the conversation around Asura's Wrath, mm-hmm. um, and he talks about a bunch of stuff before coming to this point and it's a very good one is Asura's Wrath worth the $60 price tag IGN's very own cousin McDonald's questions whether the game's 6 hour length is worth the price point. After pointing this out I'd question it myself. However, there was one phrase used again and again by these editors and critics to describe their experience interactive anime uh, and the point that he connects that to is uh, when an anime comes out, a series box set runs like $60, $70, which is like half the price that I paid for half the shit I own, which makes me sad. <laughs> uh, that's way cheaper than anime was when I was buying it. Mm-hmm. But uh, he says the, the game itself is... Str- I haven't played it yet. I don't know if any of us have Mm-mm. just yet, but we I got copies yet, and yeah. I'm going to play it over the weekend. So the structure of A Sir's Wrath is basically 20-minute episodes in an 18-episode series.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Uh, which, you know, works out to about one regular anime series and he wonders like why are people freaking out uh about asura's wrath being 60 dollars, whereas that's totally acceptable for a series on dvd yeah and he suspects that because it's called a video game and not uh what what's his phraseology here i, don't, I can't find it <laughs> uh, he, he basically like some kind of interactive entertainment if it was that mm-hmm. if it was an anime that you could just t- talk to and play with the people would go nuts but yeah. because it's on an Xbox console, people are kind of down on it. And well, I, I think he raises a really interesting argument that, yeah. you know, we we have expectations and everyone has expectations, right? Because $60 is a lot of money. Yeah. And when you play a game that's six hours, apparently half of which is on the gameplay, the rest of it is watching this crazy fucking anime game thing play out as mm-hmm. if you're watching a series. It's kind of hard to justify.
1: Right. Um, thoughts? Anybody? Well, yeah. I mean... The thing is you know as a review site you know we rate games on criteria of being games right like we can't really rate them for being a good anime experience what's the dollar per fun value (laughs) what's the how much entertainment (laughs) there's an equation there somewhere yeah i mean we 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 don't really generalize on entertainment when we're when we're taking this game azura's wrath we're not really comparing it to anime box sets and stuff like that i mean you know as a as a as an educated MMA or MMA what? anime <laughs> whoa I did not get enough sleep last night. as, Mixed as a pretty anime. learned um anime buyer you you know you'd you'd have to say, Randy, that um <clears throat> sorry. You'd have to say that you you know what you're getting and you know what you're looking for when it yeah. comes to anime and you know what to expect from Azura's Wrath and if you look at a game like Azura's Wrath as an anime and you see it in in those you know in that and you, know, you have that perceived value with the game then you're going to get what you want but you know for the average person who's going to IGN to look at Azura's Wrath as a game compared to other games you know on the 360 or on the PS3 or whatever um, they're going to have a different mindset. You know, they're going to look at it in terms of, like, okay, well, how does this game stack up to other third-person action games? Is that the audience, though? Or we, uh, is
0: Capcom trying to pitch this game to, the, to that audience who knows what they're getting into with anime?
1: I don't believe so. You I don't think, think they're, they're trying to create some kind of bridge? I, I don't think so. No. I think they're, th- this is an action game as far as they're concerned. I mean, okay. in, in yeah. terms of their, their marketing, I mean, all the stuff on the back of the box and all that, That's true. that wonderful stuff um, basically pitches the game as being a 100% game. And, I mean, that, that's kind of our position in the industry is to come out and, and tell you guys, you know, what to expect going in. Yeah. I mean, we, we, you know, obviously put a lot of our own personal experience into it, our own expertise um, with games and our own, you know, our own likes and dislikes in terms of, you know, genres and, and what is offered in these games. Um, and we just have to weigh in on that based on our own personal expectations. And, you know, I Keza... Having read a review, it was, it was a great review, by the way. Yeah. yeah. And she did rate the game good. I mean, it is it is a very good game. And it was one that she was super excited to play. Yeah. But, you know, in in some regard, it was somewhat of a disappointment for her. Because she expected more gameplay from it. I mean, she, she went in um, wanting a game, not an anime box set. And that, hence, is where her score lies.
2: Yeah. I mean, I'd be pretty thrown, too. Like, not knowing... Having known that much about it, like, if for whatever reason, I missed every demo of it leading mm-hmm. up to a release. I hadn't known mm-hmm. anything about it. If I had gone to a store and was like, oh, that looks cool, you know, like, style's awesome. I want to play that. It sounds like an action game. And gotten in, I was like, this is an anime box set. <laughs> I'd feel duped, you know? Yeah. Because I'd go in expecting a game as well. Right. But it's true. That's a weird way to look at it. And for someone, like, people argue, like, oh, how can you, you know, rate Call of Duty, whatever, mm-hmm. the campaign's, like, three hours long. Um <laughs> it's I don't know for some people that's fine
0: yeah it's yeah. like
2: it the, the length doesn't matter it's what you got out of it I, right.
0: I I told that to Steven today like I don't really care how much or how long a game is like if if I was entertained by it then I've gotten whatever I paid for yeah it. I yeah. mean obviously I'm not gonna pay a thousand dollars for enslaved and say wow that was totally worth it <laughs> but I love that game like but sixty dollars I would paid sixty dollars for portal that game was like ten dollars or free if you bought the orange box because yep. you only bought that for team fortress mm-hmm. uh there a like, I there are so many games out there that are I only play the campaign for that I would be totally content having paid sixty dollars for, two three four five six hours. Yeah, right. Six hours is what I want out of a game now. And now, mm-hmm. and I I'm gonna say this just so people know, like I I'm gonna be playing A source Wrath this weekend because I got our copy for free. And now I have a better idea of what it is as opposed to most consumers we're gonna see yeah. and not know. Right. But I'm super excited to play it, and I think like if I get six hours of good times out of that that would have totally been worth my money yeah i would totally pay sixty dollars for something that just gives me entertainment i don't care if it's a game or a show like if mm-hmm. it's cool and i yeah. have fun with it i don't care what it is
1: yeah
2: totally agree interesting yeah
0: and i think this is an interesting experiment that uh you don't think so but i think it's a great kind of balance of tv and video games and it's it's yeah. experimenting and trying to do something new and interesting and whether or not that works is debatable and probably isn't necessarily uh, come to a consensus in reviews, Right, but I don't know. I'm pretty into it. I like the idea of it, and I'm excited to play it, and I don't know. I guess I'll report back and be yeah. pissed off that I wasted my time or come back and say, yeah, that's totally great. I can't recommend you spend money on it enough.
2: Oh, man. We'll be, no, bu- I mean, we'll be busy talking next week. I'm just realizing that, too. Yeah, know, Can I
0: have a Secrets. lot for you
1: guys? Yeah. Can't say anything, yeah. but things are in motion. <laughs> yes.
0: <clears throat> so yeah
2: wait did you have more questions you printed out or was that the one
0: no that was the one it, okay. it's just really long
1: and we kind of boil his voice <laughs> down condensed so then that does it for emails that let's, does it for email email let's email. move on to some mbks <laughs> Woo-hoo. yeah yours says and i guess i'm the only one who can get this one <laughs> <laughs> felicia hardy mary jane watson and Gwen Stacy, Mary Boff,
0: Kilgo. See, I I know who they are. I just don't know anything about them except that no. Mary Jane Watson sucked in the Sam Raimi
1: movies. <laughs> so <laughs> kill, she's lame. Killer, really? Yeah. Okay. Uh, what about Felicia Hardy? I and guess you Clint. said she was Black Cat, and Black Cat's really cool, so. super hot. Yeah. Okay. I make. like the
2: name Felicia.
0: Yeah. There we go. You go. Mary. <laughs> Good job. You know, Mary. Everybody. Okay. Cute. And I guess we Boff Gwen Stacy by default.
1: Yeah. <laughs> um, I would, I would marry Gwen, Boff Felicia Hardy and uh kill mary jane i'm always so fucking uncomfortable when this is like legitimately just women <laughs> yeah it's <spirit>
0: weird <laughs> it does feel a bad
1: if it's movies fine but if it's ladies it's really but we like have our cool. own definition for boff yep. it doesn't necessarily yeah, yeah. mean what you yeah, think no, it does totally. it's, it's like it's take her out to metaphorical a, yeah man. take yeah. her out to a movie and a nice steak dinner yeah, exactly good and then maybe maybe kiss her on the hand or cheek yep after you drop with her off from her house
2: depending on what she's comfortable with
1: depending on what she's comfortable. <laughs> with. definitely ask yes yeah <laughs> uh,
2: <Pete? laughs> Awkward silence just, yeah. <laughs> just
1: pick some names And uh, uh, yeah
2: Ted Darcy Janine I don't
1: know what's happening right now I don't know either. What do you say? I think you meant to pick list. some names. I meant from the from the <laughs> Felicia Hardy. Because <laughs> you didn't do the MBK yet.
2: I just don't know who they are, or oh, what okay. they have to do with anything. So that's what I kind of was avoiding this one. am staying silent. All right, fine. When you tell me, <laughs> me to pick names, I just yeah, be like, yeah. I, I picked some names.
1: I'm surprised nobody killed Gwen Stacy because that's kind of a Peter given. Peter Parker right? has a handle. Don't worry about it. Ooh, snap. <gasps> spoilers. All right, <clears throat> it's not a spoiler. I mean, come on. If that shit
0: is 30 years old. It's canon. <laughs>
1: That shit is canon. Peter Parker is over it at this point. Yeah, it's true. Kill. Kill? Peter Parker. Oh, (laughs) good one. Michael says, 16 Candles, The Breakfast Club, Days and Confused.
2: John Hughes, huh? Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Mary
1: Buffkill. Days and Confused, wasn't it? That's what I was going to say. I think he's just talking about cool 80s movies. About
0: kids in school. Uh, Mary, The
2: Breakfast Club... Off, Dazed and Confused, Kill Sixteen Candles. I've
0: never oh. seen Breakfast Club, but I love Dazed and Confused. I'm gonna marry what? that. What? And then I've heard it's good. So by default, I'm gonna bop off the Breakfast Club and kill Sixteen Candles,
1: dude. Okay. Dude. The
0: Breakfast Club is one of the greatest. Movies I know. Oh, it's I mean. fantastic, and it's on Netflix. Movie. so like, I don't have any excuses. Oh, I just Christ. haven't got to it. Molly Ringwald's
2: pretty obnoxious, but more obnoxious in. Uh...
0: She's Claire. Except Judd Nelson. Candles. Judd Nelson's
1: fucking hard. You do not understand the that's pressure. That's a
0: week late, Kevin Smith reference.
1: <laughs> <laughs> so where are you at? Three
0: now? Three, yep.
1: Three in, three in two, <laughs> two podcasts. Two <episodes>. Nice. <laughs> we'll get there. I'm totally marrying The Breakfast Club. That's, I cannot marry that movie hard enough. Yeah. Um, I'd boff 16 Candles. I'm gonna and I'm going to kill Days and That one never resonated with me. I just didn't care. Okay. <clears throat> Tim says, ooh, and this one's tough. Rest of Development Season 1, Season 2, and Season 3. That order. That order yeah. done. Okay. You think it was descending in quality?
2: Not really. I kind of love that they went off the rails and were making fun of themselves. That like, oh, we got an order for twenty-four houses, but it's been cut back to
0: thirteen or something. Like,
2: I love that self-referential stuff. And don't get me wrong, three's awesome. Like, for British eyes only. <laughs> like, it's like it's it's back to that situation where you're just smothering something you love because you have to while you're weeping, you know, with the pillow and they can't breathe. Oh. Yep. I love. seasons but i i will give it that
0: order see i watched all of arrested development in a weekend wow dude so i don't know which one's which it all all blurs together yeah you're like
2: short-circuiting when you're trying to quote it and like mixing things up and screwing up characters and stuff people make
0: references and i'm like i just i don't know man my brain melted. (laughs) so i need to i need to start that over and do like one a week or something three
1: had mock trial with judge (laughs) Reinhold. so I'm going to marry that one. Uh, the
2: season 2 had what? Bu- was season 2 Bob Loblaw's Blog. I think so, yeah. yeah.
0: Bob Blogs.
2: Bob Loblaw's
0: Loblog. <laughs> oh, when did,
1: uh, and the cornballer was season
0: <laughs> 1. <laughs> when, when did David Cross start painting himself blue? Was that 2? Two? 2, yeah. yeah two. Damn,
1: it's so funny. Freaking amazing. God, just marry uh, them all. Funny yeah, exactly. Screw marry it, and, we're marrying have, that have, entire Have, the, have all show. their babies.
2: And we're going to Utah <laughs> and marry them. Wait. Utah,
1: yeah. <clears throat> I, I don't think I don't think it's actually legal in any state. <laughs> Less but, frowned upon. Yeah. Well, uh, Canada probably doesn't care. I apologize to our to our Utah. Listeners. <laughs> I do too. I don't know. What, I don't know what I'm saying. He right. fucked up twice with states <laughs> today. Yeah. Baird says uh, Mary Elizabeth Winstead, Shia LaBeouf, and Val Kilmer. Kill Shia. Fucking kill Shia. Lord, and Mary Val Kilmer. Yeah. yeah. Obviously. Mad Mardigan man. We, we don't We don't talk about Batman forever. Matt Martin, what? No, man. Willow? You've not seen Willow? No. Dude, you've got a homework this weekend. <sighs> so many movies. Beating Azura's Wrath, watching Breakfast what Club What is his, what's his name
2: in uh, Kiss, Kiss, Bang, Bang? I know, I
1: was just thinking of that. Gay, oh, gay Perry? Gay, gay Perry. Oh, so good. I gay
0: love Perry. that. Why do they call you Gay Perry? <laughs> 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 At least you've seen that. <laughs> it's such a good movie. He's also in Heat. I uh, yes. Yep. Yeah. Possibly the greatest high school. And he's been in time. like
2: three straight to DVD fifty cent movies in the last couple years. He so. was also <laughs> in the
0: like the TV direct to TV movie of thirteen, based on the French comic book, which was oh, crazy. The, yeah. That
1: yeah. awesome cel shaded game. Yeah, Stephen Dorff was yeah. in that, right? Yeah. 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 Wow. Got to get in a Stephen Dorff reference. Any chance you can in a podcast? Um, yeah. Mary Kilmer, Boff, uh, Winstead. Yeah, cause she's I think, hot. I think we're all on the same page. She's yeah. Pretty, pretty attractive. She was I would Flowers. take her out to dinner. She was Ramona Flowers. That's true. And she was in uh, Death Proof, and also Die Hard Four, oh, yes. and Die Hard Four. She was little, Lucy, Lucy McLean or Lucy, Lucy. Okay, fine. What um,
0: McLean residents? Lucy speaking. Come on,
1: Stephen. God damn it! You're right. I'm What's sorry. That I got homework. This one, too.
2: the one movie I've liked with Shia LaBeouf. What's that one? Um, Eagle Eye. No. That's Indiana like. Jones, where he's under house arrest, Eagle
1: Eye. and it's kind of like the Rear Window no, thing. Shit. Yeah. No. Oh, Disturbia. Disturbia. That's the one I was thinking. I of. fucking
2: love that movie. Yeah. Super it good. good. It has one of the best car accidents ever in a movie that's a fucked hmm. up thing to say <laughs> <laughs> just While the most the shocking th- car accident the um, most unexpected on that wow. tip
0: have you guys seen the gray
2: no because is that the uns- wolf one
0: yeah okay. but it has the most unsettling plane crash in film wow it's unbelievably terrifying wow like it'll mess you up for a couple days
1: cool You'll like, never you, you fly don't want to fly oh Jesus!
0: no dude it's dark
2: but Disturbia is surprisingly intense i liked it
1: hmm. I, right. I vaguely remember it it was decent from what i recall I mean, you know, it's good stuff. But yep. Shia LaBeouf, I, Whatever. Is, he did—he
2: like directed some uh, Cage music video. The rapper, like he did real smug video, real like artsy. <sighs> Wasn't great. Good God, I'm fine with Cage, but Make not that stop. video.
1: All right, enough, enough, Shia LaBeouf, mm. yeah. LaBeouf, LaBeouf. <clears throat> Ooh, LaBeouf from True Grit. Have you are not that movie? LaBeouf. You are not the brief. God, I love that movie. Both so, of them. So funny. Both of them are freaking amazing. I still haven't seen the original. Oh, dude, it's good. It's so good. John Wayne is yeah. top form in Excellent. that movie. Aaron says, Family Guy, American Dad, Cleveland Show. Ugh, who cares? Cleveland Show is like the Shia LaBeouf for this <laughs> list. Yeah. Nobody yeah. likes it. I've never seen it. I don't like that show. I heard that had a really I tried.
0: shitty Die Hard episode, so kill it. Ugh. <laughs>
2: kill it. American Dad, I Can Live Without.
0: Yeah. Actually, you know what? I like it more than I like Family Guy at this point. Really? Yeah. I mean, neither are good. I
2: know. It's, good. it's fallen <laughs> but, so far. Yeah. It's rough stuff. I think I'd still marry Family Guy. Yeah, I would too. Just for the long term. I'm in it. You I love their it. just out of the blue jokes. I know it's played out at this point in it's the true. show series, but there's still some of them are so funny. I'll never forget the one where like uh, Peter falls off the roof and Spider-Man saves him with a hammock <laughs> and he's like, everybody gets one.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Those are the glory days. I know. Pre cancellation. Yeah. Pre first cancellation. All right. Man. Yeah. All right. Seth McFarlane. Yeah. You you've got your comeuppance in this podcast. All right, guys, that does it for <laughs> uh for MBKs <laughs> and questions and answers. If you have any more questions, Eesh. um just please go ahead and send them to us at unlocked at IGN.com. Uh keep them short and sweet. And also if you just want to shoot the shit. And uh let us know how you're doing. That's great too. Yeah. Conversely, you can reach all of us on Twitter at podcast unlocked. To tweets. You'll note that that's new and different from what it's been for the past forty episodes. It is new <laughs> and different. <laughs> we we have hot unlocked. new uh
0: hot new Twitter. Hot yeah. new interactions. And we are actually using that. People were asking like if it was some intern. No. no <laughs> my, was this I, w- I wish we got an intern. I, no, that's exactly what I said. Oh, I awesome. like, man, Let's
2: I, bring in an unpaid intern.
1: Yeah. A okay. twit turn. Nope. mm Done. Nope. You tried. What Damn was it.
2: that uh in life aquatic where he's like don't shoot him he's an unpaid intern or something God, when the pirates are taking so over the too. ship
1: yeah <laughs> i love that uh, moment.
2: good good moments we need to
1: do podcasts podcast about movies clearly yeah dude yes and you need to watch more movies wow. God, <laughs> damn it like, i'm uncultured i'm sorry
2: i have a copy uh-huh. of drag me to hell somewhere i need to bring you i yeah. keep
1: forgetting dude such a good movie oh yeah we we did get some email hate somebody did not like that movie really and it. yeah no? and they're like it was a war- it was a waste of time and i like, no way that. man you, oh, it's so good. Anyway, <laughs> so at Podcast Unlocked, at Podcast Unlocked. at P Eichman's, at Mitchie D, at IGN, and myself, at Stephen underscore Hopper. And Pete, what is our meta achievement for oh this Oh, God, week? we got
2: top secret. We haven't even hinted at it so far. Not even. We have 10 copies of Nexus to give away. Yeah. Woo. So sometime between when this podcast goes live and Monday morning, Monday, March 5th, 5th,
0: 5th, it is fifth. Uh,
2: Send us an email saying, A, you want a copy of Nexus? And B, uh, tell us in this email, this will also be a 20-point meta achievement, but this is also your contest entry, Mm -hmm. tell us your favorite starting weapon in any video game. Because I made the point in the review that the starting weapon in Nexus, the shotgun, which is also the starting weapon in Quake, is Mm -hmm. just one of the best starting guns you get in a game for a long time. And part of the reason is for balance, that it's so fast you need to be powerful from the Mm get-go. But I found most of my time, I think I already said, in Nexus, uh, playing with the starting shotgun and switching over to a sniper rifle when I needed it. So, because I love this starting weapon so much in Nexus, tell us your favorite starting weapon and enter for a chance to win a download code for Nexus, which we will also dish out on Monday.
1: Hell yeah. Hell yeah. Get those into us. Weapon time. All right, guys. Uh, Thank you so much for being on the podcast. Thank you very much, listeners, for hearing us out. And we will catch you next time. Bleep bloop. Thank you guys.